0: Blog Talk Radio Look in my eyes What do you see? The cost of the
1: Brian Rails, who the fuck else? Because if one company is dropping their PG label and well, among other things, viewership and faith in their own product after extreme rules folks, I am a broadcast journalist and I will have to say that live from the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania I am not there, but after watching what WWE produced, I have one job to do, and that is read to you the results of a lackluster Extreme Rules. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah, see, I I don't even know anymore watching World Wrestling Entertainment after being a loyal subscriber since the inception of WWE Network. January 8th, 2014. The idea Theology of having the WWE Network was great but I do have Some boring ass things to report to You all and that is Numbers Oh numbers Because to me folks I don't like Doing Numbers I'm not much of a Math magician I mean Jesus flipping Christ If I was to keep on The path of how WWE Is a success I would be lying to you all about how Extreme Rules presented itself or presented its case that it was a decent pay-per-view. Not all of it was bad, now. The kickoff match between Shinsuke Nakamura and Finn Balor for the Intercontinental Championship. Now, Finn Balor did drop the championship to Shinsuke. Now, uh, there are some questionable matches uh, that were in place at the pay-per-view. It did sell out. So the Wells Fargo Center did not disappoint attendance-wise, but folks, we're going to pause ten seconds for station identification right here on Russell Radio Network. Lady Lynn is uh, feeling a bit under the weather tonight, folks. Just a smidgen, all right. So let's pause ten seconds for station identification right here on Russell Radio Network, July 15, thousand
0: nineteen. Ticket. Bullet Club. Four, four. 4 1
1: I almost fell asleep here It is late at night So yeah Shinsuke defeated Finn Balor Now the new Intercontinental Championship I don't want to sneeze on air Because I might have missed the match I know that Shinsuke hit Balor With not one But two Kim Chasas.
0: Okay, well,
1: was a yawn and look. Gulak defeated Tony Nice to retain the Cruiserweight Championship. It was okay. Undertaker and Roman Reigns defeated Drew McIntyre. Shane McMahon. It was all right. The Raw Tag Team Championship match between the Usos and the Revival is okay. Alistair Black versus Cesaro. Uh, decent match, if you will. Guest exchange, R-Truth and Carmella, blah, blah, blah. I'm just sorry, folks. SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey somehow beat Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. I don't know what story they're trying to build upon that, but who cares? Braun Strowman beat Bobby Lashley in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Whatever. It was a really all-over-the-place match. Like a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. New Day versus Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus Heavy Machinery. I mean, it was a decent match. It had enough pull for it. Uh, Heyman made a declaration. Oh, yes, The United States Championship was on the line where Ricochet defended against AJ Styles with some help from the club. Ricochet ended up losing, and it was a decent match back and forth. Kevin Owens Beat Ziggler in 17 seconds After Stunner Oh, 16 seconds, my bad According to the I did watch the pay-per-view on the network, by the way Bofi Kingston beat Samoa Joe Pinfall, I don't believe it Uh, Let's see here So the Raw Women's Championship And the Universal Championship was on the line, folks And this is not The brunt end of my rant That will come in half an hour But, like I said I don't like going over numbers. I hate doing it. Why? Because the sport of professional wrestling should not be about numbers. It should be what entertain why. And some of you may say I have high standards. No, all I ask is that you tell me a story. And if that story makes sense, can you continue it on the next week? I get the fact that I should discuss Monday Night Raw. But that's a different color for a different
0: type of horse.
1: Extreme rules. Okay. My overall thoughts were as follows. It was okay up until a certain point, And this will be the bulk of the discussion tonight. There is no guest because, well, let's see. Some people will always point the finger and say, well, it's because they didn't do this and they didn't make so-and-so champion. no. If you keep producing the same old shit that you did from 2017 to 2019, who is this main person in the in the picture of all pictures? Right, Brock Lesnar. It was about 98, actually no, 78 percent of Wrestle Radio Network's discussions. <clears throat> I think it's retarded that a company which is competing against you called AEW. Really, at this point, folks, AEW, despite, you know, them being loose and they're gigging too much and they're hearing all this criticism, guess the fuck what? They got more ratings this weekend, even more so than the Evolve 10th anniversary showing. Maybe, Maybe it was about even, I don't think so record-breaking numbers for their pay-per-views, sold out shows. I mean, they're a hot commodity now in professional wrestling. And who can blame fans? Because fans are looking for something different in WWE. Well, they didn't get it. It does not matter what we think they say. But what does matter is that WWE at Extreme Rules managed to give the fans what we wanted all the way up until the end. I mean, they look at the demographics. Who is selling the most t-shirts? No, that's not what it is. Uh, who, <clears throat> Who shows up to work on time? No, is that it? I don't know. I can tell you right now, The freaking problem is that when you produce the same shit that you've done from 2016 to 2019, yeah, I went back a year. It's when Lesnar fucking headlines SummerSlam. He had to cash in the Money in the Bank briefcase, folks. I'm sorry. But it was either going to be now or never. And never would have been best because the company would have projected him to do it against either Kofi Kingston or Seth Rollins. Well, he did it against Seth Rollins, and everyone lost their shit, including the hashtag cancel, you know, on Twitter, hashtag cancel WWE Network. The fans have spoken, man. I mean, look, look, look. I've got numbers from a source that basically – I would not doubt is not true, because looky, okay, there are several pictures of this, this screenshot, if you will. According to Forbes.com, WWE viewership last five weeks, 2.353 million viewers on July 8th, 2019, July 1st, which is the first of the month, 2.496, so it was at a cool, almost two and a half. 2.2 on June yeah 2.275 million viewers June 24 2019 June 17 2019 2.235 and June 10th 2.125 so they went up if you think about it but not by much Okay The total viewership For Monday Night Raw, this is just completely depressing. Eight million eight hundred sixty-two thousand four hundred twenty-four views. That's down from sixteen million one hundred twenty-six thousand three hundred twenty-eight views. The most viewed: Roman Reigns and Gary the Goat Gavert versus Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. Two million seven hundred fourteen thousand seven hundred seventy-nine views. Least viewed, the Viking Raiders versus Colin and Devin Justin, 99,693. Median viewership is at 290,353. So, in other words, I, you know, I'm going to take a stab in the neck where, oh my goodness. These are from users on Twitter. After tonight, is it Yo Yo Swaggins? After tonight, I support my decision to hashtag cancel WWE Network, hashtag extreme rules. This is funny, folks. It says right here in the screenshot WWE Network billing information. Your request to cancel your subscription has been processed and it will take effect on Sunday, July 28, 2019. Don't miss out on all the benefits of WWE Network. And then this guy says, Are you kidding me? Fuck you. At WWE, Lesnar sucks. Just might be time to cancel hashtag cancel WWE Network, hashtag Extreme Rules. There's two different things you should look at, folks. One of those is the fact that the fans' reactions in Philly told a completely different story versus the social media network reactions. I don't know because they may have, washed out the sound from Wells Fargo because they were so happy to see Lesnar. I don't know what's wrong with uh, the reaction that Billy gave, but has nothing to do with the city. Maybe they're just fucking finally happy that he cashed in the briefcase, which ultimately opened Pandora's box again because... If you remember, folks, in 2008, WWE was suffering with ratings. I uh, I believe I normally don't go into my rant until 15 minutes from now, but, gee, you know, I'm not on any time frame whatsoever. And I think I'm going to need the full 45 because here's the deal. When you do certain things in a company that makes fans just go, What the fuck are we supposed to say to this? Just one match can make fans lose their shit. Well, guess what? It's the same crap at SummerSlam with Samoa Joe that he's one-on-one with Brock Lesnar. He's the only legitimate heel. Get it? That's the way WWE booking works in a sense. So how does one adjust to shitty booking? when you have guys that are so out of touch with the crowd booking this shit it is a joint effort isn't it it is a direct joint effort when you look at who's back in that area booking matches and booking the outcomes i believe one gentleman said on table for 3 it's you have to bring it to the players they have to ex- it's like a coach bringing the plays from a playbook to their players So that the players have to execute their plays the late great Hall of Famer Michael Hayes And if anything Folks he Did bring some magic to WWE For quite some time He's a senior producer but he's not the only one There's a team of writers That are fucking things up Royally and probably I won't have a job in WWE at all after I say this because, well, AEW, despite them being overzealous somewhat with how they present their shit, and by overzealous I mean AEW tends to gig a little too much and there really was no build for them to gig unless you keep up with their shit. And I'm not dowsing them because at least they give the fans what they want, unlike false advertisement from, you guessed it, World Wrestling Entertainment. Dear goodness. If the viewership has declined that much from what I just read you, and I really, at this point, I would like to unveil a new theme (laughs) off the rails, uncensored, because I believe it's, well, <laughs> chaos. You know, it was going to ensue once I unveil the new theme, but ladies and gentlemen, it's the point in the show where if you have small children put earphones over their ears, earmuffs, cotton, whatever you have that's not nailed to the floor... Explicit content, TV 14 material. I'm not even on fucking TV, but, you know, my content is for mature audiences only because I will not just be going over extreme rules. I'll be going over AEW's pay-per-view as well. And here it is, folks. Buckle up. Enjoy the ride because if I offend you Eh well you know oh by the way before I get into my little tidbit what's up Latvia, Indonesia, UK, Norway, Canada, Australia, United States of America, how you doing? All right. Let's do this. Ticket. <laughs> Ha, 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 one match from Extreme Rules. Oh, no, I didn't. So, what is it about the reason for people canceling their subscriptions? You couldn't wait until Survivor Series? You couldn't have him lose and say goodbye good riddance? Because we're afraid that we have no top heels left in the fucking company? Who am I referring to? Let me be specific. A lot of the times, people say you're going to be sorry. They're going to improve their shit. Them as in WWE, they as in WWE, and they're as in WWE. See, I use a bunch of different fucking plurals. This isn't an English class, folks. This is me expressing to you... Numbers, at one point, the highest ratings for WWE Raw was on May 10th, 1999, at a cool 8.1 million viewers. What may have been the factors for that high viewership, you might ask? It's because numbers will not, and do not lie. If you think on it, folks... WWE used to be the cats meow they used to be The hippest cat at the fucking parties Where it's like that ugly girl would be like Man I really want to be with you And the guy would be like well you know what maybe catch me later That's how WWE had swagger They had it all They had pretty much their focus The fo- Their focus was on giving the fans a show that would make you come out of the edge, make you come out the edge of your seat. But I'm going to read to you, folks, some inspirational quotes, if you will. I took some screenshots. Uh, This is from Jake the Snake Roberts. Actually, I'm going to read first from Tony Khan from Busted Open Radio. It says, when you see a guy reading off a teleprompter or a mental teleprompter just trying to recite a script or trying to look up in the air when you forget a line it is hard to suspend disbelief when the wrestler doesn't believe in the real life situation that is unfolding go on to the next quote from hall of famer jake the snake roberts when you're doing scripted stuff the character is not there and the people see through it they realize these guys are just reading the fans want more they deserve more but whenever Vince started this whole thing up and killed all the territories, that was the breeding. Okay. This is from Chris Jericho or John Moxley and Talk is Jericho. They hand me these scripts to my eye. It's a typical WWE script. There are a bunch of words, a bunch of big words, a bunch of goofy words. None of it makes any sense to me. We're not trying to tell any tangible story or do anything to get any kind of characters over. Nothing that makes any sense to me. So typical. Um, this is from Cody Rhodes, the man himself from AEW. As much as I say WWE has a, was a wonderful job, it wasn't wrestling. That's something I've learned a lot about, the grittiness and the sports-centric element of the industry that doesn't exist anywhere else currently. We have the opportunity to seize that. So folks, as the title says, you know, I read to you numbers earlier from, you know, variety of things. Quarterly sales for WWE in 2018 were down, they've been down. It went from 2.4 million viewers on the WWE network in 2017 to 1.9 in 2018, to a whopping 1.4 million subscribers and these are paid subscriptions the free subscriptions I don't count those numbers what I look at as a broadcast journalist to tell you all is that if you look at what other people are doing yeah you know numbers may not lie in some regards When it comes to, okay, well, this, they're starting out, this is their first time. WWE has been around the block. So they really, at this point, watching their show is like a chore. Because I felt like when I watched WWE Raw tonight, it was three hours long, folks. It felt like four. They had an all star battle royal which Seth Rollins ended up winning, so nothing has changed since 2018, WWE has just captured their moments from 2018 and put them into effect in 2019, what am I referring to, it's the same goddamn people except for the women's division because you had Natty, Natalia, who basically is having a homecoming against uh, Becky Lynch, and she better walk away with that women's championship because why? If she doesn't, it'll be the dumbest thing they ever did, and that's one dumb thing, one of many. I've held my tongue long enough. I'm going... Actually, no, I haven't. But about certain things, I've kept it, okay, I gotta be positive, you know, I gotta be professional. Well, I'm gonna be professional, but I am gonna be not just... Oh, you know, mildly suggestive, like I have been in the last few weeks. Whenever you see a wrestling show like Extreme Rules or WWE Raw, you start to decide, okay, what were the good points and what were the bad points? Bray Wyatt showing up tonight on Monday Night Raw was a highlight. A six-man tag, two-out-of-three falls match two weeks in a row. You've got to come up with better shit if you want to compete with AEW. Look, I know in the past that if you did certain things a certain way, you could get away with it when it came to programming. Now, here's the fucking problem. Aside from just dropping F-bombs, look at the logistics of this. If you don't give the fans a story... Fans are gonna think, gee, why even tune into your stuff? Why even bother turning the dial or turning the TV to channel thirty nine, whatever channel network is, you know, on cable or why bother watching the Hulu replays? But because I'm subjecting myself to torture, I have to now broadcast the bullshit that is WWE Raw, and by bullshit Oh, my God, Lesnar actually showed up because it's only four weeks away from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, the biggest event in the summer, right? It's going to be a jam-packed house. But to tell you the truth, folks, I would much rather watch NXT TakeOver any day of the week versus watching anything they have on main, okay? And here's why. NXT, despite them being depleted in by names, The war raiders are now the Viking raiders And they're just basically squashing people Lacey Evans should have never been brought up But Opportunity presented itself Because Sasha Banks is no longer With the company She's just waiting them out If you notice folks The viewership that I just read The numbers that I just read Were July 8th And they were From highest to lowest I should have gone from lowest to highest But here's the thing I think, actually, I'm just going to go check the AEW results, because I've got to give you guys some good, something, you know, nice on the show, ridiculous, that I have to just go over numbers with you guys, I don't like doing that, you're looking at fives and sixes on WWE Raw back in 98, you know, fours and five, and then it goes into the sixes, and all the way to 8.1 on May 10th, 1999. So, hang on a fo- second, folks. AEW fight for the following results. I really at this point, I'm I'm just going to say it. Kenny Omega steals the show. Cody takes shot at WWE. Again. You know what why you know why? Okay, so let's read from the matches, shall we, folks? All Out is set for August 31st in Chicago. Sold-out show, by the way. 62,000-plus in circulation. And only 23,000 got tickets. I mean, my God. So, Sunny Kiss defeats Peter Avalon, Maya pinfall. You know, Sunny Kiss is a very impressive character. Very impressive dude. And you should watch his shit. He's really good. Um, but, uh... It was kind of a back-and-forth match, if you will. So, in the second match, Shoko Nakajima and Via Priestley defeat Britt Baker and Rio via pinfall. So, Priestley made her debut. It was a very fast-paced match. It was okay. Sean Spears, MJF, and Sammy Guevara defeat Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc, and Darby Allen. Again, all six men. This is a six man tag match. Okay, so CBS Sports gave it a C. Oh, well, okay. Brandy Rhodes beat Ali versus Pinfall. Oh, they gave that match a D. Wow. Dark Order defeats Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and Jack Evans and Angelico. Okay. So, that match wasn't to that you got better. Hangman Page defeat Kip Sabian. Okay. Page was attacked by Chris Jericho. Blah, blah, blah. Lucha Brothers defeat Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio. Did I could have told you that? It was very good. Kenny Omega defeat CNA versus Penny Okay. So, the match between Omega and Sima was very, very good. Uh Jericho did the mic and said he had blood on his hands, blah, blah, blah. So, the Young Bucks versus Cody Rhodes Dustin Rhodes is the most talked about match, one of many. Uh, Meltzer Drive. Wait, wait, wait. So, the Bucks nailed Cody with a Meltzer Driver. So,. It's okay. I mean, it's just one loss. I don't like I said, folks. I have a feeling that Cody is going to turn on his brother because of his uh, because of his history with the Young Bucks. Maybe, maybe not. It'd be too soon, in some people's opinions. But with Cody's history in Ring of Honor with the Young Bucks tag team as a whole, do you not think that that would not happen? I mean, I my personal opinion, dude. It may or may not happen. But I'm appreciative of AEW and what it gave to their fans because it makes it a very makes for a very interesting story. And now there's a build between Justin and Cody versus the young bucks. And now people are going to be intrigued to watch it instead of put our heads in the fucking toilet and flush over and over and over again. Folks, if 37,000 people canceled their network subscription to WWE because of the whole Saudi Arabia deal, it's just, it's atrocious when Kevin Owens only has a 16-second match. Shinsuke Nakamura has a squash match versus Finn Balor. You guys trying to say, well, you guys asked for this match for a long while. Now we gave you what you asked for. It's a catch-22 when you assume you know what a promoter is thinking. But, like I said earlier, it's not just Michael Hayes' fault. It is several people beneath him that are creating the promos, writing the promos, saying, wow, you know, this is what's going to sell. This is what's going to sell like hotcakes for fans to watch and tune into and be a part of and make us feel like we want to watch the goddamn shit. Well, you know, I don't have enough breadcrumbs to ride home. After subjecting ourselves to that torture that was called Extreme Rules, boy, did fans ever decide to create backlash on social media titan known as Twitter there are certain things or certain people keep their mouths shut. I am not one of those. When Triple H puts himself in a, you know, precarious position, no, I'm not going to go through that either. What I am going to tell you is I'm not happy that, you know, Shane puts himself on TV for what reason. He's on the man's almost 50 years old and he's competing in matches to which make, no, little to no sense. Thankfully, they didn't put Roman versus Lesnar. They put Seth versus Lesnar, really. That's my fucking sentiment, and I really am tired. And I can't tell you how annoyed I am at this whole thing. Okay? Some people will say, well, maybe you should just watch baseball. Maybe you should just stick to watching baseball, football. No, folks, I'm gonna try a little thing called AEW. I watched a few matches here and there on my newsfeed because people are dumb enough to post matches, you know, from a live stream, and it actually helps me realize that yes, Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes versus the Young Bucks was a damn good storyteller. Do so you want to give all the way? You' gonna know, give away all your aces, no, you don't you deal a really good quality product. Now granted, some parts of the show were very, very long and arduous and hard to get through, but still, folks. AEW is putting on a fucking clinic, and I will say, even though they're you know putting on a clinic and putting on a good show, it's it's going to be difficult for WWE to keep up their numbers in certain areas. Now, as far as T-shirt sales go, and making sure that people are getting their merchandise's worth. WWE's doing a dandy job, you know, having all these sales, losing all this money somehow. He went from almost a cool three million people subscribed to WWE's network to under two million. The viewership has decreased from 16 million to eight million. That is half, folks. That is my question to the people some of the folks at world wrestling entertainment is when you see what AEW is doing. So you dropped your PG label, you move into Fox. And then my best friend, well, I wouldn't say best friend, but my, one of my friends, my coworker says, I canceled my WWE subscription. And he had been very loyal since 2015. I don't think some of you understand where we are coming from as fans. That's the fucking problem is when you're too stubborn to see the tweets, you know, from former WWE superstars like Adam, yeah, like from Edge who basically said, you know, oh, so you enjoy puns. That's great. I remember when he used to lose every other match. I don't care if it's gimmick or not, folks. This is getting to the boiling point for a lot of fans who have been very loyal to your shit. NXT is the one remaining last gem the WWE has left Now I did read Results for Fight for the Fallen It is a yawn I can fucking tell you It just It just seems like Things could have been better But when you give us The same look And do I have a problem with some of the champions that are implemented into our skulls, implemented into our brains as fans? Like the New Day, the Usos. The Usos are not champions, the New Day is. And the New Day has been stale for the last five years. Ideology, no, I rephrase that. Concept-wise, the New Day is not really changed at all Lesnar is champion it's like might as well just keep the fucking strap around his waist why bother because you don't listen and that's why you constantly have to have buy one get one for a dollar sales on the WWE shop everyone believes or thinks that I just bitch and rant for no reason no folks numbers do not lie And after 42 minutes of blathering on about, you know, professional wrestling, something that really catches my attention that a friend of mine sent to me through Messenger was that your viewership for a show that's been going on since 1993, so that's 20, yeah, 26, okay, let's see here. Ooh-wee, 26 years. And now you have to have a Raw reunion to salvage the shit. I will, you know, I'm very weary about watching SmackDown Live because on Long Island, you heard the crowd. This is awful. So, picking up steam, Natalya basically lays in the Becky Lynch. I think that version of Natty had some fire. Well, I'm glad that had fire because the match was dumpster fire. Everything is a clusterfuck of booking a fatal four-way. A six-man tag elimination, or, you know, not elimination match, but it's a six-man tag two-out-of-three falls match. Quit booking that shit, please. It's not just the booking. It's fans are told the story, and the story never changes. So guess what? Fans get complacent. They leave. They they wander around. They say, "Why even watch your show if you're going to give us Lesnar as the, as the champion for the umpteenth time?" And you set up the same almost identical shit at SummerSlam. The only difference is Ronda Rousey is no longer there. She's you know going to come back, which is going to kill the company even further. So you have former wrestler slash UFC guy Brock Lesnar is a universal champion now you have Rousey coming back into the picture oh my and just when things could only get worse they went from shitty to shittier I believe when you watch WWE Network the only entertaining things in my opinion are Edge and Christian show um, hmm, let's see here NXT. Hmm. I, uh, I. I just want to say, NXT. They still have it now, despite some people saying you should be positive in some light regard to WWE. I just told you the matches that I liked uh, too far in between. I'm happy that Shinsuke won the Intercontinental Championship. But now, fans' focus is on what? AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor, anyone? Impact Wrestling. And a partridge and a fucking pear tree. WWE needs to take notice that when a bunch of fans cancel before Extreme Rules, that's an average of 370,000 people if those numbers keep up. It's really a matter of how you get numbers. Well, you put on a good quality product for us, we might actually give a damn. Instead, you give us the same shit that we saw last year around this time. So what is the fucking point? It just – it boggles my mind how people can be so – oh, how do I put this? You give the fans what we wanted. Things are looking great. Ratings were actually up 5% when Paul Heyman was starting to run Monday Night Raw. But then again, it's like how can we be – How can we be so close-minded? Or me, how can I be so close-minded? Well, look, dude. Philadelphia reacted way differently than I thought they were when Lesnar cashed in his Money in the Brain briefcase. Okay. So Kevin Owens feels liberated. All right. Well, that's according to RingSide News, which whatever. Okay. I just thought I'd throw that out there before I go into one of my rants. I um I normally folks don't like going over numbers, but 37,000 people have canceled their subscriptions. You have a number that was close to $3 million once upon a time in 2015, and then it went down a notch because when you, as a company, give us a bullshit product to get behind, and that includes Ork and Ronda Rousey as a main event material superstar, she barely trained, and some people defend her. By saying, well, you know, she really kicked Alexa Bliss's ass and she's supposed to look like a badass. She's supposed to look like a mercenary. Um, No. Because not only Ronda Rousey, the attendance for Lesnar was terrible because why? he had social anxiety disorder. He could not show up in large crowds. Well, dude, you can get it. You have anxiety issues, just like the rest of the world does. So the fuck what? Now they're making him show up. You're to kill your company. Boy, you're killing me because I had to sit through four and a half. It felt like four and a half hours, but it was only three. Wow. I'm impressed. Color me impressed. WWE Raw actually had an intriguing t- uh, segment of TV, which is a crock of shit, because no, they didn't. It was so bad that Nikki Cross had to grab a microphone during the fatal four-way in the women's match to tell the crowd to say, you know, Alexa, Alexa, shut up, you shut up. I mean, it was, kind of... it was very, very difficult to sit back and watch. Now, again one lone highlight Bray Wyatt showing up who looked like a demented Doink the Crown with the different colored dreads which hopefully gonna make a pop icon vinyl with Bray Wyatt which they probably will it's difficult to watch something that you love go to toilet. Because why? Numbers don't lie. They don't. And like I said, Smackdown Live, I'm kind of weary of watching tomorrow, but I'm going to have to because being a broadcast journalist, I have to report to you all just how in the hell I feel. And I apologize if, you know, I'm coming off more rant
0: More ranting than
1: usual But He gave me enough ammunition To uh, Get everything in order And I I had myself prepared Thank you to a conversation With uh, a friend of mine About how the numbers Have decreased And they're not in WWE's favor AEW You'd think That WWE would be You know doing everything in their power to just move things along. Not so PG, really. Tonight, the only thing that was not so PG was Natty's mouth, and I didn't mind because they need to let the women loose as well if they're going to let the men loose on the mic. And this is just my opinion. These are just my opinions. You all can still watch W E Network and waste your money. The only reason why I do not cancel my subscription is because of one – Brand in particular, and that is NXT. Now, I will watch New Japan, I will watch Ring of Honor, and I will watch the God Forbidden candy that is so sweet, AEW. I'll taste the candy that is so sweet. You know why? Because I'm a firm believer. You know, in 10 minutes and 26 seconds, I can find shit to go off of that make you, who as wrestling fans, believe in what I'm telling you. And that is the reasons, many reasons, why WWE has failed as a company thus far in 2019 is because the same story is being told it's being projected in a way in which fans are like no i don't want to have any of this anymore i don't want to watch lesnar as the champion i don't want him representing what we like kofi kingston is one good representation but then the new day winning the tag team championships when he built up heavy machinery to win the gold or let it, at least let it look like they were to win the gold. Some new days to look strong. They're you know they're faction heavy, not too faction heavy, I guess. With now Ricochet and the Usos, the Bullet Club, or the Club, because of namesake purposes. Then you have Cesaro. If Sheamus gets healthy, yeah, you know, the whole thing with Maria Canellas and Mike Canellas. Is that the only thing you're letting Heyman have the reins on, or is he doing the whole booking in kit and caboodle with the fucking booking? I mean, I've got so many questions. Like, why would you book Lesnar to win the championship after you just stated to us a few months ago, at the beginning of the year, we're going to do things differently? So is this your politician pitch to us, that you're going to give us what we want and then shit all over us by Giving us a crap into a result of a pay per view, and say, oh, okay, well, nobody else can hold the championship but a guy who kind of showed up in 2018, but not really. But not only that, folks, the women's division is a joke. Asuka is not the joke. Ember Moon is not the joke. These men and women, the women—let me rephrase it—the women work really hard and they are literally helping carry the remnants of WWE ship because the rest of it's in wreckage. Look at the ratings. Ratings is one, okay? They have sales every week. They didn't used to have to have sales on WWE shop, but it kept fans coming back because like, oh, we can get this shirt for a dollar because we have to buy one first. The shipping costs used to be a lot lower. And then six ninety nine for stand there, eleven ninety nine for ground, and twenty one ninety nine for next day shipping. It's nothing. It's not about that, folks. Can you give us a story that makes fucking sense that'll make us want to tune into your shit? AEW is doing a masterful job at giving fans a decent show. Now, the only thing I'm going to say about AEW that I've said before is, if you gig too much. You will not be around for very long in professional wrestling. If you keep doing over-the-top stuff, you're going to have to constantly keep outdoing yourself. So my question to AEW would be, you're doing a phenomenal job. You're doing far beyond what you expected which I don't know what that is, but I mean, look at Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho and all the people that used to formerly be employed by WWE. They are making their presences felt. Dustin Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, Hangman Page, Joey Janela, Darby Allin, John Moxley, MJF, Sean Spears, Sammy Guevara, a lot of people that really were cast-offs, that were not supposed to be in professional wrestling, are involved in this historic thing called AEW. I go back and forth with wrestling, folks, because, let's see, my bipolar tells me this is the company that should be number one. (laughs) And the other part of me goes, gee, they really fucked up because they were doing so well. On Monday Night Raw, my friend was actually getting back in to watching wrestling again, and I'm referring to Lady Lynn. Sometimes, as broadcast journalists, you have to watch things over and over just to make sure, just to confirm, and just to make sure that we aren't losing our shit. Because I guarantee you, I've seen, folks, as I look for a good snack to chomp on, there is such a thing as saying, "Hmm, you know, I should really tune into both. But then again, one of those companies that I have a hard time watching, WWE is really making their case for me not to watch their show. Why? Because NXT is the only saving grace they have. I've said that multiple times. Adam Cole in Undisputed Era is literally carrying the flag for NXT. (coughs) Because are they pushing Ricochet too soon? I wouldn't know. I've given – a lot of people say, well, this person deserved to push. Oh, they botched this or that. I don't – Judge the talent in the ring. All I want, and I've said this multitudes of times, is a story to be fucking told. What do they do? You give us Lesnar as a champion for the fourth fucking year in a row. Quit doing that shit. You think you would learn not to present such crap And give us such fill at a pay-per-view in which it was not even extreme. They don't have to have, you know, color in certain matches. But give hardcore elements to try, folks, like chairs, ladders, tables, barbed wire, two-by-fours. I don't care. At a pay-per-view last year, it was Ambrose versus Rollins. And there wasn't any kind of enhancement to help Ambrose's character, who basically you put in a pine box and buried six feet under. Why? Ambrose's character and while he was in WWE, now he's Boxley again. He was feuding with the SHIELD. Why? Don't know. But then they brought them back together because they felt it would be a great idea to keep bringing the shield back together and then break them up back together. It happens. Wrestling, you know, it's professional wrestling. But what's not professional wrestling is giving us the same goddamn look every time. that's like a football team. Running the ball a zillion times When the crowd's wanting you to pass the ball Every once in a good while You can't pass the ball every time Also because then teams will expect Unless you have Tom Brady as your quarterback Or Ben Roethlisberger in the past Or Joe Montana You have to have The right Showing of A quality product In order for you to get numbers Back up And how do I know this? Because I've been a fan and I've also been a worker. I don't know everything, but I do know the basics. If you don't present a quality product, you are going to have a shitty-ass end result. And, boy, was it nasty all over social media. For those people who are, you know, still employed in WWE, great. Can you explain to me how you guys don't want to stand up and say something to management? Because if you don't, well, then all I can tell you is it's going to be a short, short short-lived career (laughs) because AEW is not going to – they're not going to hide anything. They're not going to hold anything back. They already aren't holding anything back. WWE's idea is let's go back to what we were in the attitude of. In some instances, that works. In some instances, it will not. It's a wait and see type thing. But the numbers do not fucking lie. To decrease your viewership by half? That's pretty bad, folks. And will the number go up? I don't know. I can't cancel my subscription like all you awesome folk. I have to subject myself to it. Well, I could just read the results. I know. I know. A waste of nine ninety nine. But you know what? <laughs> I'll give them the benefit of the doubt because I have to watch AEW now. I cannot wait till they start their programming in September. I mean, that's only two months away, folks, and that's right before the major pay per views like Survivor Series and what, and whatnot. But all right, I promise you next Monday, Lady Little will be on, and in two weeks, well. In a week from tomorrow, tomorrow, I love you all, but I have to go to bed tomorrow. And well, actually, I have to go to bed tonight. Cato will be rejoining. Wrestle Radio Network. But folks, to bring it home here, once upon a time, CM Punk did say something about how. McMahon is very stubborn, how he will let his doofus son in law run the company. Well, the lone highlight for WWE is NXT. If that starts getting fucked with, you know people will definitely not tune in. And I don't see that happening for NXT side of things. I could be wrong, though. I don't know. At this point, I don't know. Because AEW looks very, very promising. They just need to fix a few things and they already did. So it's not like they're not listening. Their numbers they had and I'll repeat this. They had a twenty three thousand seat event. They had sixty two thousand people waiting in a, in a virtual room for tickets and only by in like twelve minutes their seats were gone. It took I don't know how long for extreme rules to sell out in Philly, but I'm going to leave it at this. You do what you want to do, folks, but the numbers don't lie. They
0: do not lie.
1: And if you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say, and I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Good night. Toodles, bitches. I got to work in the morning. So enjoy the rest of your night. Love you all. Take it.